Hey, everybody, gather around. Yeah, we're back. Don't think for a second we abandon you. It's not the case. We just needed to catch our breath, that's all. Welcome in, everybody. It's time for Three Guys Before the Game. Yes, there is life after the regular season is over. Thank you so much for being with us, Tony Caridi, along with the Senator, Brad Howe, and the Dean, Hoppy Kirchhoff. Yeah, dap them up there a little bit there. <laughs> nice to have you with us here, everybody. Here we go. West Virginia's regular season is complete, but guess what? There's always another game. There's always three guys, so there's always going to be three guys <laughs> before the game. We found out on Sunday that West Virginia will be playing in the Liberty Bowl. Uh, no. They'll be playing in the CAC. Uh, Stop. No. They Stop. will be. What? I'm just saying a lot of people were thinking Liberty and a lot of people were thinking Cacti. Correct, Senator? Yes. You know what bowl projections have become like? predicting start times for football games get out of the business yeah. any fans any because nobody wvu didn't know where they were going you until well, right before why is everybody don't consumed predict. by predicting don't that predict. day it's going to be out in an hour and a half you know just, because it's well, we fun. predict game times too everybody wants to know noon night noon well, night, what time, that, time? well okay it's no. fun to project but you're exactly right like basketball bracketologists they've got it down to a science bowl projections forget about it west virginia because of the Will Greer injury, fell off the pecking order. It went like ding, dong, hello, heart of Dallas. West Virginia against Utah in the Zach's Bees Heart of Dallas Bowl. 26 December, 1.30 Eastern kickoff. Here we go, baby. Big 12, Pac-12. Well, one thing is I, I – you almost can't even talk about the game because of the roar of the grumbling about the game. I mean, it, there is such a level of discontent. I mean, it's it's very chic to bash the bowls and the number of bowls and where the team is playing. Look, there are a couple of big bowls, and there's a national championship playoff. After that, everybody plays another game. Go play. If you Do you like college football? I like college football. Let's watch a game. Uh, do you like playing college football? Go play another game. I don't know why the, the, this whole thing about uh, just uh, constantly like moaning about these bowl games is is uh, it gets tiresome. Frankly. You know what I have to say with you about that? To What's you? that? I hundred percent agree with you. Really? I, I am stunned. I agree. That's, I am shocked that that's your stance absolutely. on that. I like college football. There's another game. Play them. Go play. Look, there's nobody in the stands. I don't care. I'm not in the stands. I'm watching the game. Yeah. So I, who cares? I'm these totally are, stunned by where this discussion has gone. <laughs> these are made for TV bowl games. Yeah, it's a, these are made for TV bowl games. If they weren't made for TV bowl games, you wouldn't be playing on the 26th of December because you know people aren't going to come on the 26th of December from near and far. People from Utah aren't going to be bagging Christmas. People from West Virginia, for the most part, aren't going to bag their Christmas. But what are they going to do? At 1.30 in the afternoon, they're going to watch the game. These or, are made for television. Or i tell you this. Actually, that game is made for radio. Because 26, Ooh. a lot of people are Ooh. going to be back to work. Really? Okay. Yeah. With and it's at 1.30 in the afternoon. Sure. Hint, we start our pregame coverage at 10. Mm -hmm. And people listen to the radio. They're going, they're maybe going someplace. They've got to return a gift. They've got to do something. It's a great radio It's a radio game. bowl game. Great radio game. Radio game. Senator, I'm up on the bowl. So am I. We're, we're all in agreement here. I just keep playing the games. You're going to get a 13th game. There are four teams that are going to be involved in the college football playoff. 
they're going to have a chance to play for the national championship. Everyone else doesn't. Everyone else is just playing an extra exhibition game. So West Virginia, Utah, Pac-12, Big 12, do the game. I, you, I, you're a big bowl guy. I'm a big bowl guy. Always you know have me. been, right? Yeah. Last two years, I've watched pieces of every single bowl game. That's been my yeah. thing each right, year, so yeah. I am not going to be one to get up here and complain. Now, this is two teams that have not had the seasons they would like to have in terms of record, so there's no question about that. But I think if... It, Listen, we spend so much time on, on Sportsline each night talking about the anticipation of the season. I'm absolutely not going to wish it away. Give me another right. game. Why not play yeah. another game? I mean, if, if you, you guys, you, that's a great point. You guys talk all see, all off season about the games. Why wouldn't you want another I game, want an extra game to talk about? And there are, I think the matchup is actually intriguing because there are a lot of similarities between these two teams. A lot. A lot. Go ahead, start I mean, they're, they're a little bit probably underachieving, six and six and seven and five. Um, they started out good. Both of them started out good and then had a, had a slump. Uh, Utah's came in uh, October with a loss four in a row, and West Virginia's came a little bit later. Um, th- so there's that. Injuries to the quarterback, there's that. Uh, so there's just a lot of similarities here, I think. There's some. Their offensive coordinator for Utah has been under some fire, saying the running game seems to be better when the backup quarterback is in. Right. Well, have we heard that discussion for yeah. West Virginia when West Virginia had to run in the Oklahoma? So there's a lot of similarities this season. But how about go program-wise? Two yeah. programs that came from non-Power 5-type conferences previously with great success moved into Power 5 programs. A couple of BC, BCS wins for each program under different head coaches. They've both done that. Two programs that aren't elite recruiters in terms of Utah can't go into California and get the top-line guy. West Virginia is not going into Florida to get a top-line guy, so they have to get what they get and make people better. So I think there's a lot of similarities program-wise, not just team-wise. Yeah, with these and two if you teams. read the stories throughout the year about Utah, it looks like stories about West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Oh, they made those same mistakes again, or that was a devastating loss, or can they come back after having a terrible October? Very, very similar. One difference. One difference. The media handles things a little bit differently in Utah when it comes to covering uh, the Utes. I was there on October. They're tough on them. I was there on October the 29th this year. And uh, just happened to be, I just normally just roll through Salt Lake on Mondays. And the headline, the headline from the newspaper after they got beat at Oregon that weekend. Yeah, 4120, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Two words. Like, it was kind of like when there's a war, like those kind of headlines, like the letters are like that big, like like 307 font. Totally embarrassing. Well, well, and that it, was a picture. Okay, it was. It was an embarrassing loss, and they did not. They played terribly in that game. It was their fourth loss right. in a row. They they so were it done. capped a terrible month. And the players and the coaches all came out and said and said themselves, embarrassing loss. Yeah. So it was. I mean, so it happens. And then they resurrected. Then they went two and two in their last four to finish up at six and six. The scary stat, the the scary stat, is that their head coach Kyle Whittingham mm-hmm. is the most successful bowl coach. In not Pac-12 history, not in the last five years, but in NCAA history, he's ten and one. That's incredible. In bowl games, ninety-one percent is what he's done. So he has some form of a recipe that allows him to keep his kids, regardless of the attraction of the game, 
he finds a way to get his guys to play in bowl games because that is a huge well, that, part that in is these actually, games. I think when you talk about who has an advantage in this game and what would be an evenly matched game, it starts there. Who wants to be there? Now, we love it because we want to talk about it, but it, does your team want to be there? Are they engaged? And we've seen a lot of bowl games, guys, over the years where a team just wasn't that enthused, mm-hmm. wasn't that excited about it, and guess what? They get blown out. Absolutely. Get blown out. Uh, so who wants to be there? That's number one. That yeah, might be, one, that that might be one, one, two, and yeah. three. On who That's wants at least to be one there. and two. And you hear Winningham and his players talk about, well, what's the secret formula? How, do, how have you done that? How have you gone 10 and one? What do you do? And he says the secret formula is I got guys that show up and want to play. Yeah. We've wanted to play. And then if you listen to their players, they will tell you he runs bowl camp like it's fall camp. There isn't any easing into this thing. It goes back to grinding it and getting after it. They're prepared. And, yeah, that's that's absolutely a scary yeah, step. That's, uh, that's a great They've point. They've done a nice job. And here's what you mentioned earlier. We sit around all year, and I always say this about football. It's the game we talk about all year, but it really only lasts 12 weeks, mm-hmm. right? It lasts September, October, and November, and then it's done, and then you've got this break, and then you play one more game. So everyone talks about it. Football players literally train about out of 365 days. They're doing something football-related over 350 days in a year. Over 350 days. Agree, yeah. And we get that number from Scotty Jerko, who used to play for the Mountaineers, and he tallied it up one year, and he said there was like, what, three days, four days that he didn't do something football-related. Here's what I just don't understand and can't understand. You do all that work to play 13 times. How can you not go out there and be absolutely motivated to play and come back, well, we weren't into it. Well, how, well Then why do you well, do all the work? I understand it, but, but in fairness – it is, and Tony, we, each of us shows up each day and we come and we say, we want to do our best. Some days are better than others. Why is that? I don't know. I mean, so there are life cycles and you just have to, if you are in a little bit of a down cycle, you have to recognize that and deal with it. Well, it's, all, it's also youth, isn't it? Now, I don't mean to sound like an old guy, but that's also what comes with youth in that when you're in the middle of it and you're a sophomore, you think you have all the time in the world and all these games left and you're in the middle of a long process. When you're us and you look back at these guys playing just four short years, we're saying, how can you not be ready to go for 12 games? There's only, <laughs> and, you only get 48 games to play. You better be ready to go. But it's not always seen that way when, you, when you're 18, 19, yeah. 20 years old. what are your it senior leaders? It, should what, it or should it? It just is. That's and the way what it is. what kind of team do you have? Who are your senior leaders? And what example are they setting during that bull preparation time? And I'm not quite sure. I don't think this class of seniors at WVU from a leadership standpoint, will go down as the tightest group. And I think that is in part because of the 20 of them, 10 have been here for the duration, four to five years, and the other 10 came in at some point as transfers. I think your tightest teams are those teams that have a high 15, 17, 18 guys that have been through it all. And grew up together. And grew up together. I think some guys come in and they just don't get it and for them it's a two year stint and they don't they haven't sweated and toiled together as much. And so I think, you know, your 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 Al Rashid Bentons and your Elijah Wellmans, those guys are unbelievable leaders. I just don't know if everyone has the same mentality. As those guys. Well, I, I, th- I think that's a great point. I think the game is really important, frankly. I know that bowl games get dismissed, but there's a big difference between mm-hmm. eight and five and yeah. seven and six. Can it propel you to next year? And I think that Utah is a national program that gives you – you won't go back in the top 25 if you win that, but it's Utah. Now, I did read an article where you, the, the, one of the Utah writers was very dismissive of playing West Virginia. Ooh. Say, Ooh. oh, if you, if you beat West Virginia, so what? You beat oh, really? West Virginia. So it was kind of a slap at West Virginia, but – um, 
I, I, I think I think it is, like I said earlier on, I like the matchup. Well, I'll be bummed out if they don't. If West Virginia goes out and plays like it did in the pinstripe bowl, I'll be a bummed out cowboy because they laid down in the pinstripe bowl. Well, nobody wanted to be there. Well, it was snowing. It was terrible. So, it was well, guess what? Guess what? It was, snowing, it was snowing on the other side of the field, too. Actually, it wasn't, which is an interesting <laughs> thing. You know, it's, they have, Tony, I, I don't know how deeply you're going to get into this, but I was doing the research, and you, they've gone back and forth on their quarterback. They, they had a weird thing with their senior, uh, Troy Williams, was not the starter, and they went with Tyler Huntley, the – the sophomore, then he got hurt, and Williams was in, and Huntley was back. But both of them run, and a running quarterback, guys, is a problem for defense. It's never good. It is. It is. Now, which we'll get into this, I, okay. but I have to interject something okay. here. I'm shocked. How long have we been going? Uh, we've Ten been minutes? going for 12 minutes. And you, you, because you absolutely love specialists in college football. Oh, I know. How oh. have we gone this long, and you haven't well, we mentioned haven't, their we, fantastic punter and kicker? He's very they good. They are a six-win team, so we should focus naturally on the punter, <laughs> and he's legitimately great, and you haven't even brought it up. Because we, I was just getting ready, getting ready to transition into the Wildcat for West Virginia and Kennedy McCoy going out and passing for 362 and three touchdowns. <laughs> They have, they have, as we tape, and tonight's the awards night in college football, they have a Lou Groza finalist yeah. and a Ray Guy finalist, so they can kick the living stuffings out of that thing. Gay, Gay the kicker, has five made field goals, 50-plus yards. Whoa. They said the other day at Colorado, now I know you get some, some air there. Was that at Colorado? Were they playing that at home? No, it was at home, wasn't it? He was kicking from 70, making field goals from 70. He was, he was bombing them from so far. The Colorado kicker stopped his warm-ups and went over and stood by him and watched him kick. Actually, he is, he is so good, he actually contributed to one of their losses. Ooh. And here's why. Because in that Washington game, in the Washington game, it's tied. And Washington has their ball, has the ball in their own 30-yard line. There's like 27 seconds left. Whittingham calls a timeout. Because he wanted to get the ball back and thought maybe our kid can kick it in from seventy. Okay, but but after Whoa. the timeout, Washington makes a couple passes and they kick a field goal. So it was too clever by half. But the reason the reason why he called the timeout, which he was criticized for severely, was because he wanted to give his kicker a chance from a far so distance. Right? Yeah, he's really good. And it's interesting. He didn't start the season as their starter. So he was he was too inconsistent at the beginning for him to win the job early, but he's come on late. He has all of those fifty yarders, and he's up for the award. So you you're mentioned. saying you're saying conceivably that when Utah has the ball, all they have to do <laughs> is get Go to ahead. West. You did the math? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I think I did the math. All they have to do is to get to West Virginia's forty-three, right? If you put it on our, uh, well, you got to spot it at the forty-three. Yeah, spot it at the forty-three. Right, that's seven, no, no, sixty-seven. That'd be seventy-seven. No, that's too far. Okay, so what do they have to get to? Because you got to get ten in the end zone. So if he's on the fifty plus ten in the end zone, that's sixty. Back it up ten on the forty. So if they put it down on the forty, which means he's got to get seven yards on the forty-seven. Forty-seven. You got to get to your own forty-seven. <laughs> Western or Utah has to get to its own forty-seven, they can and ESPN it. will put that line in there that says field goal range. <laughs> <laughs> what it does mean well that's what it means i mean if it's a close game though and they got the ball and the kick and the punters an aussie yes so we've seen that before we gotta hey, get us one of them we do it's coming we got There's it. one coming he verbaled he verbaled we got a verbal out of that australian kicking academy dana listens to the podcast he apparently liked the suggestion dana. went out and got a uh, well got an australian they actually kicker. you heard they're actually the guys from austria <laughs> dana does like this podcast by the way he does like the podcast um yeah so we will have an australian 
uh, at least contending for Is that the a job. rule now? You have to have I, I'm telling you what. It's a copycat business, and if it works, <laughs> oh, you yeah, go, fi- like, get you go find you one. I don't care who he is or whether he can kick, just right. get one. And that here. academy, it's turned out, people, give us one. Well, We'd like you. Come on up. It might be a copycat business, but Arizona State apparently is following its own plan with a an interesting hire in Herm Edwards. They're going to have a general manager, and they're going to handle it like a professional team. Player, uh, player, GM, director of development, the whole thing. That'll be interesting to see. How yeah, that they goes. they paid twelve point three million for Todd Graham to go away, and then kept every one of his assistants, and brought Herm Edwards in. And yeah, they're going to install that professional model just right about the time when people are debating is college athletics become too professional. Jeez, don't laugh at it. I mean, they laughed at Henry Ford when he said, "Here, put this piece here, that this piece here, and just keep it going down the line." Right, Hoppy? Uh, Innovation, I, sure. I, I think that Arizona State. It always amazes me how people who are very well compensated in positions of tremendous responsibility and authority in college sports make such bad decisions. And this is a weird one. You know it's weird when you have to read the press release and you've got to go back and read paragraphs over again to try and understand what they just meant or said. And That's would, how I felt reading that Arizona State release. And it would be helpful if he had known the nickname of the team that he well, was going to be coaching. Well, that's just a little the no little side Sun note. Devils. Anyway, little side note. Kennedy McCoy, we're basing this on the assumption that uh, Will Greer will not go yeah. in the game. Kennedy McCoy will be used again in a Wildcat package. There's a lot more they can do with this Wildcat. They say he can throw it. So this will be fun. I mean, for one sure. week. I mean, one week they did a pretty nice little job, did right? A great really, job. really nice. And great I thought job. he looked natural. Yeah. I know he didn't hand any off, but he absolutely. <laughs> like if you didn't know and you just turned in, you would say, "Well, that guy looks like a weird number there." But looks like he may be the quarterback. He stuck it in the belly. Looked nice there. And you he know, can throw. And, you and he know, doesn't have to throw it seventy-three yards down no, the field. Just, just have the threat, complete a couple short ones. And now that defense. Whoa! What do we got here? What's the happening? K-State, now? The K State pass. That's all you got to do. That's all I got to do. Yeah, very a little, jump, a little jump pass. You've been the, calling that for that weeks now. You love you that know, jump pass. You know they're going to run Wildcat, and you know he's going to pass it. Well, I'll That's tell what you I this. love about this. <laughs> this what's is... the over? Okay, what's the over-under on how many times he passes it? Oh, here, here, I'll go a different step on it. Okay. Give these guys, I want to answer that. That's a good give, question. Give these guys a month. You give Jake and Dana a month. Oh, they'll come up with some In stuff. In an exhibition game? You're gonna see. You're gonna see like 62 skidoo. They might have. You think like, he might throw a pass behind his back? Exa- he might. Like he rolls out one way, flips it might, behind his back. He might stick it in his. He might stick it in his face mask and just run down the field at a point laterally. Which is another great thing about bowl games is you get things like that that you wouldn't normally get because everybody's yeah. too tight. Yeah, I, I think it's gonna be. It's gonna be. What's the yeah. over under on passes? Put. How, let's do this. Put the number at two. Oh, no, over. I put it higher. You think over. he's going to throw it more than two times? Absolutely. Well, you I was were wrong. Gonna... Last time we did this, you're wrong. You well, haven't fine. been right yet. Uh, I was going to put the All number right, four. I, I was going to say four or five. Oh, four. No, 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 no. Four and no. a half. No, no, seven. Put the hook in there. Seven the passes in... under all day long. Dude. Well, you better have two numbers. He ain't going to throw it eight times. Dude, they'll, br- they'll throw the bubble screen. He'll throw bubble screen downfield. He'll throw a little. Absolutely. The over-under seven. That's a terrible. Yeah, the over under is what's four, your over under? Over under is four, four and a half. Four, take, four and a half. I'd Actually, four and a half is pretty good. I took your house and your house and bet over on four. Okay, fine. It's four and a half is the number, not yeah. four. Fine, four and a half. I'd take five. I'd take six. Okay, fine, six. Right. Oh yeah, they'll throw. He'll throw it six okay, times. Okay, fine. He'll That's throw it a six. Terrible times. number by him. 
I take I take three I take three as an over under behind his back passes. <laughs> I just I just I just saw I just I just wrote the lead in my head. Kennedy McCoy passed for 168 yards as West yes. Virginia defeated Utah. Yeah. I'll give you I'll give 27, you 27 26. I'll give quarterback controversy going into 2018 as a last as a last dip, uh, ditch field goal attempt by by Utah fell short 70 yarder hit the crossbar. <laughs> you got chugging off. You got Jack Allison Greer may come back, but look out for the dark horse Kennedy McCoy getting snaps at. I think the lead is like Dateline, Dallas, hyphen. Um, Kennedy McCoy completed 11 of 12 passes to lead West Virginia to a 92-91 victory over Utah on Thursday. You know what's awesome, though? Here's what's great. If you started this podcast and weren't sure if you wanted to watch the game, if for no other reason, the the over-under number on Wildcat passes, is uh, like I'm engaged for that reason. Now, why wouldn't you be interested in this game? We're going to cover that all day on our broadcast. We're covering that whole time. Post-game. And how many catches do I need for Marcus Sims to get to 35? He needs a bunch, huh? Ooh, I got to look at that. Yeah. But what you don't need a bunch for is you've got two more receivers poised to join the 1,000-yard club. As we said, first time in history if three can get there. I think they need... 20 and 22 yards Kennedy, respectively. Kennedy will get him the ball. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Kennedy will get him the ball. And you know what? In all seriousness, going back to this, um, with a full month of preparation, Chris Chuganoff, I thought he yeah. handled himself well mm-hmm. against Oklahoma. Um, that was as difficult of his environment that you're going to put a kid into. I don't think it'll be quite as hostile inside the Cotton Bowl. And I think he'll do fine as well. I really do. The other team gets time to prepare too, though. And I think that Huntley is now will be completely healed. He had a shoulder injury. And again, that running quarterback, I mean, Tony, he'll rush. He might rush 15 times. Hey, I'll take 17 times. That's fine, Hoppy. I'll take your running quarterback over my Kennedy McCoy running (laughs) quarterback, buddy. That's fine. What did you ask me? What was our number? 35 catches. How many guys would get 35? We said four. So three of them are safely in the bank. You are right there. What's he need? I mean, Kennedy McCoy, if he can find Sims deep. (laughs) <laughs> he needs three. He's at 32. So I'm when you're to, over there, talk to McCoy. Oh, say, now listen, when you drop back, find eight. No, I'm talking to Spavitol. Say, Jake, I need three catches. Well, Jake doesn't, Jake just calls the play. Kennedy McCoy's going to have to find him. He's going to have to check off his first guy and look for that post and, down the and, middle. And, no, and they will not. They will be expecting the Wildcat and the pass off the Wildcat. They will not be expecting the long pass. Yeah. The skinny post. The skinny post, or when Kennedy takes it, rolls right and throws it behind his back from the right for a three-yard out. Yeah, you laugh. Oh, by the way. Look for that as well. I also think this will happen. Yeah. Kennedy McCoy will complete a pass and catch a pass on the same play. <laughs> think oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Think about could, it. Sure. He'll throw, he he'll, gives it to Chug and off, and Chug and off throws throw it to a backward, him. He'll throw a backward pass to Chugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Chugs will throw it back to him. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I like that. I think you definitely see that. Okay, good deal. We'll get some good prop bets on this one. When Boy, are we, when are we can't gonna, wait. When are we going to come back and do another one? By the way, Pitt, West Virginia, backyard brawl. Okay, you want to do another over-under? Yeah. You want to do over-under on number of West Virginia fans in attendance versus Ooh. Pitt fans? Uh, have you have you looked at this? Have you looked what the implosion going on at Pitt? They set this week a, season, or a, a, a career low for attendance at the Peterson Event Center. 23 or 2,800? Yeah, 2,300. 2,333 versus St. Mary's. You know what it eclipsed? You know how long it's been since they've had that low of an attendance figure? The week before. That was the previous <laughs> oh. low in buildings history. So there, nobody's going to games up there. They'll come to West Virginia, though. Mm. West Virginia will come. You think West Virginia has more fans there than Pitt will have? Mm, you think they get half the arena? No, they won't have as many, but they'll be louder. A lot they louder. Will be louder. Yeah. And you got to be careful. terrible attendance by Pitt, yeah. just imploding up there. And, and one note on this. Be careful on this basketball game because you're, you're giddy, you're 8-1, and one, you beat Virginia. That's a great, great win. This is your first true road game. 
first true road game. It's a different world. It's just a different world. I know what you're saying, and might not, and that might not. This may not be a suit, but I'm just saying it's harder to win on the road than in any th- in any other be, sport. You will be beside yourself if they lose this game to Pitt. Oh, absolutely. You go up, you smack them, you win, you come back, I mean, and, you, and you giggle well, and laugh at they. They should win. There. They should win the game, but you've got to be careful. Win the game during yeah. season. Can Javon Carter can he get away long enough to go play in a bowl game? <laughs> I still think he'd be a good. Can it be McCoy to Javon? No, to Javon Carter. I'll tell you what, he's. Boy, Javon Carter's having a year. He's a he's a man. He's having an absolute year. All right, when are we going to do this again? Are you available mm-hmm. next, week. next week? Next week we get four o'clock this afternoon. Okay, well, we're, listen, we're going to come back again next week, folks. We're going to have more detailed info on West Virginia, Utah. We'll talk about the Kennedy McCoy development package. <laughs> How I'm uh, really excited about that. Do you think like who's that guy? Like who's the star of the quarterbacks that they bring in all the time? What's his name? Uh, they, those guys go and they study with them. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's on the West Coast. On the He's West on the Coast. ESPN last year game yeah, day. They'll bring they'll bring him into counsel with him. Yeah, they'll get that guy going. All right, we're out. Is uh, Dawn the Iris? You know, we should have a Christmas song. What we should do? We should have like a Christmas special song that we go out with. Now right? the concern is McCoy goes pro. Uh, <laughs> As the third quarterback <laughs> third taken quarterback. overall. <laughs> Sam Darnold who? <laughs> There's some debate among GMs. Josh Rosen or Kennedy McCoy. McCoy <laughs> rising up the charts on the mock drafts. Hey, we're out. Thanks for being with us. Share it. Save it. Be good. See you.